Alrighty, guys, welcome back to Pew's Views. We are going to be talking about a little bit of baseball today. I've been gone for a little bit, so we had some issues with uh, with my microphone there for a little bit. So um, my nephew, Garrett, is on the line with me. Right, Garrett? Are you there, buddy? Yes, sir. Alrighty. So um, are you on, like, your tablet or your iPad or something like that? I'm on my iPhone with my AirPods. Okay, so that might be what's, what's going on. I haven't tried that one yet, So, but that's fine. So, um, so we're going to be talking baseball, so before we... We're restarting this recording here, folks. So um, he wants to basically just talk about baseball in general, and which is cool because I haven't had, actually had a chance to watch it in a long time. So, I mean, I'm a huge Cubs fan. He knows that. His dad knows that. Um, so um, I don't even know what's going on with the Cubs. I know they re-signed Arietta, and, you know, they're looking to re-sign Rizzo and uh, Bryant and everybody. So hopefully that all works out. I can watch some games this year. So. We'll see what happens. So the one thing that I was talking to Garrett about before was that this year's starting pitchers are really only going four and a half, five innings, and then it's all about the bullpen. There's a couple of posts on Facebook that it's like literally just a bullpen game now. What do you think about that, Garrett? No, I mean, I think it's accurate, and I think a lot of it has to do with pitchers not getting a full season under their belt. So I think it's the manager to ease them back into the game, watch their pitch count, and I think that's why you see a lot of teams – have so much depth, not only for, you know, COVID reasons in case yep. someone gets sick, um, but also just to, you know, complete the game, especially with pitchers. I think you'll see a lot of trades, especially with teams that are in it at the trade deadline, stacking up on pitching just to have the depth in case someone, you know, gets injured or, you know, someone has COVID to take them exactly. deep into the playoffs. So say a team does go to the playoffs and their pitchers have only been going four and five innings, but they need a pitcher to go. I mean, like you said, they might stack up on pitchers to have the depth, but you know, some of these pitchers could still go, you know, seven or eight innings. You know, back in the day, that's what they would do. You know, seven strong, eight strong innings, bring in a middle relief guy and then set him up for the closer. And then that was it. You know, you shut him down. You know, Mariano Rivera was a classic example of that. So, um, you know, Lee Smith, when he used to pitch for the Cubs. So, you know, they would have that middle reliever coming in pitches one or two innings, man, and then just shut him down. So, so what if they get into the playoffs? I mean, do you think they're going to be able to go seven or eight innings if they have to? I don't think so. I don't think they'll risk it. Um, I think that's where you're going to see a lot of trades for pitchers, for teams that are in it, to get some quality pitchers to just take them to the end. I think it's going to be the one thing you see at the trade deadline, more than anything, is teams stacking up on pitchers just to get them to the end. I don't think they're going to start their – or I don't think they're going to send their pitchers, their starting pitchers, that is, all the way to the end. Yeah, I mean, I just – I don't think they can possibly do it just with the fact that they're not – they're not giving him the opportunity to try and at least do it. You know, Kyle Hendricks, he's a workhorse, you know, Arietta, he's a workhorse, you know, they can, they used to anyway, the year that they won the series, they were going, you know, seven strong, eight strong innings, you know, and then they would bring in the bullpen and, you know, when they got the, when they couldn't go, you know, they, they, the guy, um, I can't think of his name right now, but um, they would pull him, you know, they weren't messing around. So it was just one of those things, but um I don't. I don't think they're going to make it at all. So I mean, I mean, not to the playoffs, but these pitchers nowadays, they're just, they're just, in my opinion, they're babying them. You know, I mean, that's all they're doing to try and extend their careers a little bit. So, oh, absolutely. Unless there's a certain situation where the pitchers are have like a no hitter, um, I think they'll get pulled. You know, way before the six. Yeah, I mean, even their pitch counts are like at ninety four, ninety five, even going through four or five innings. If that's the case, then they're just getting lit up. You know, I mean, that's. So, I mean, they're just – they're walking a lot of people apparently or something's going on to work because, I mean, by the seventh or eighth inning, that's when you should hit 100, 105 pitches maybe, you know. I mean, that's 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. right now they're going four or five and hitting 90. So, I mean, that's just – that's wearing them down right there. Absolutely. I think Madison Bumgarner is a perfect yeah. example. He did not have a great season last season, and he's off to a rocky start this season, going four, five innings, giving up six, seven uh, runs with, you know, an 80 to 90 pitch count and getting pulled. And that's just going to wear out your bullpen. So that's another thing exactly. to consider is how much usage is the bullpen going to get? And are they going to have, you know, the energy to go a full season? We're going back to a full complete season. And it all comes back to, again, I believe you're going to see a ton of pitchers get dealt at the trade deadline because they're getting used more and more. Yeah. And either that, or they're going to start pulling up a lot of guys from the minors just to have the, you know, and releasing, or, you know, like I said, like you said, trading them or just outright releasing them to bring up to the minor leaguers or something just to have the depth because they're not going to have the stability. They're just not. So that's, it is what so Absolutely. I just don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I just, I wish I could pay. I just, with the hours that I work and everything, it just gets kind of crazy to where, you know, I come home and it's already after midnight. So I'm not going to stay up and watch another three and a half hour games just to get up in three and a half hours. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. So what do you think about um, when you wanted to talk about this, you want to talk about the Astros and the whole scandal thing. So my first question about that is the players that didn't get uh, sanctioned or disciplined or fined or anything because they cooperated, to me, that's a bunch of horse crap. They, I mean, everyone that was involved that knew about it, even though they cooperated, they should have been suspended at least for a year, just like the coaches were. It's what, that's my opinion. That's my view. So. I mean, I don't know what you think about it, but I mean, it was just, you, you think you're going for an underdog team that's finally going to win the whole thing and they deserve it. Then you find out that they cheated like a bunch of other teams did, the Patriots, <clears throat> Tom Brady. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, that's just how I feel about that. I think they all should have went down. Oh, I 100% agree. I think they got let off easy and the the apologies were weak, not only from the players, but also yeah, Jim Crane and like the come out Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think once they realized that, you know, there, there's no punishment coming to the players, it was stand in front of the cameras and say, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. We apologize, yada, yada. And I think it was just a joke. MLB really dropped yeah, the ball on it. it. It's just bad. It's bad for baseball. And, again, baseball is already declining. And for that to happen, it, it's just a joke. Jim Crane dropped the ball. Rob Manfred dropped the ball with the punishment and giving the players immunity. And what people don't realize is Jose Altuve, he stole an MVP from Judge. All right, he was batting 420 on yes. the road and at home, or uh, he was batting 420 at home and then like 120, 125 on the road. <laughs> it, it just, you, you just can't no, explain you can't, it. I mean, and then just... you hear everything that came out, and it, it just, it's ridiculous. It's a bad image for baseball. You're absolutely right. I completely agree. So, um, I mean, and I think they should have just been at least, I mean, I don't know if they have or not. Like I said, I've had hardly any time to spend with baseball lately. So, I mean, I know they got they got fined and everything. Certain people did. The organization got fined. Did they get suspended from the playoffs or anything or like to where they can't advance to the postseason? I think they got fined and it cost them some draft picks, but they, they still went to the playoffs the following wow. season. Um, A.J. Hinch and uh, Alex Cora suspended for one year both fired from their their teams boston and astros and then also uh one that a lot of people know about carlos beltron the mets had hired him and then after this whole scandal came out they let him go within about a week week and a half i mean good for them i mean that's so so, i mean if they didn't want any you know hardships coming to their team you know they didn't want any distractions coming up especially like you said the whole decline and everything they they need to get all sports not just baseball i mean i know 
we're talking baseball today, but all sports, it, I just, I can't, I can't imagine watching a football game with half a crowd. You know, I mean, that's the Redskins, you don't, well, I'm sorry, the Washington football team is a, they, they've got some good players coming up. You know, Ron Rivera's doing a pretty good job with them. I'm not trying to switch gears here, but, you know, I mean, I, I actually have a chance to root for him again. I mean, I'm going to root for him no matter what, but it just doesn't seem like the same thing with an empty stadium. You know what I mean? It's like you're cheering at home and they're like, oh, wow. You know, because to me, those crowds get those players going. You know, I mean, that's that's for a lot of teams, you know, when they're playing away, baseball especially, you know, that crowd gets going. Then pitchers have to take a step off that mound because they can't concentrate. You know, they can't they can't focus. So, I mean, I think the, they would need to get everything back to normal to what the new normal is going to be, you know, whatever that is. But, you know, let people in a little bit at a time. That's fine. But gosh, dang it, get these people back in there. I mean, that's that's just one of my other views on that. So I don't know what you think about that. No, absolutely. I mean, it's a different energy in the stadium when fans are there. I, I mean, I absolutely 100% agree. Well, so what else? Sorry. So what else is going on? What do you got going on with uh, you and your dad be going to the games at all or season tickets or anything or what? Uh, nothing like that. Just watching the, the games on TV. So is that Garrett Baumgartner? Is he on? Is he a Diamondback now? He is. He is. Okay. This is that's the second that's season uh, with the team. Thought, and... so, so what else you want to talk about, man? I got plenty of time, man. I'm waiting for Jenny to get home. <laughs> so, <laughs> all good. Uh, I mean, let's kind of revisit, you know, the decline because I think there's just so many things you can tie to the decline in popularity. Yes, I don't think younger audiences are, you know, finding baseball attractive. And the older generations, you know, the diehard fans, they're finding, you know, multiple reasons not to watch the game, whether it's for political reasons or just, you know, the product that they see on the on the field. Perfect example today, Mets, Michael uh, Conforto, bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded. He leans into a pitch to walk Are you off. serious? That's wow. serious. This happened just today. Wow, that's... And it all comes back to, you know, the decline in popularity. Baseball fans don't want to see that. You know what I mean? That's not good baseball. Well, it, it, and of course, that's not reviewable. It's, uh, right? It's just, it's chicken ass. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, um, because you don't want to swing a bat? I mean, what kind of crap? Is, oh, man, I would have went ballistic, man. I would have been like, you guys are just horrible. Just, you're, oh, my gosh. That, that's just outrageous, man. That's crazy. It, it, it's absolutely what terrible. About the, Even the, what um, about the, uh, mm-hmm. the juice balls? You know, that is that still going around? I think so. I mean, that kind of all broke out in, I think, 2017 is when you kind of saw that. And just just the numbers, you know what I mean? Previous, so about 2015, you know, the the end of the year with about 4,900 in home runs, I believe. And 2017, you know, they're around 69. You know, that's a huge increase in just, you know, two seasons. And you see guys like Justin Verlander and Hugh Darvish who come out back in 2017. And say the ball feels different. The seams are closer to the ball. Now, of course, MLB and Rawlings. Uh, I think I lost you again, buddy. Hear me now? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you get guys like Justin Verlander saying the ball doesn't feel right, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take his word for it. I mean, he. Yeah, he's been around a long mm-hmm. time. He knows better. So, I mean, that's. Oh, absolutely. And it, again, it's just coming back to these types of stories getting out the, the negative that it's just bringing to the game. So here's here's a question for you. If you're the manager, you got somebody like Justin Verlander or Arietta, they're in the say they're in the fifth inning, they're in complete control, and then all of a sudden coming up on the sixth inning, he walks the first batter. Do you take him or do you let him go and try to get the no hitter? Uh, depends on the pitch count is the way I would look at it, and depending on where we're at in the season. Yeah. I mean, if this is like the beginning of the season, I would probably let it ride. 
But, I mean, if this is near playoff season, I mean, I'm resting him to get that arm. There you go. So, just – um, so, how come you actually don't have your own podcast, man? Because you got a lot of information there that's – I mean, like, all the numbers of the home runs, I would have never guessed that. So, I mean, what – I just don't have the time, to be honest. But you, but you have the time to sit there and get all that information in your head. You're not making any sense. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, other than that, dude, I think that – uh. Let me ask you this. What do you think is something that could bring, you know, baseball back into, you know, the limelight where, you know, TV's on, baseball's on, you know what I mean? I think, you know, my personal opinion is I think they need to do something just to, other than, you know, juicing the ball to bring offense. Yeah, I mean, I think they need to bring back, first of all, they need to have an actual all-star game that's, you know, that's not decided by a coin flip or who wins. I'm sorry, I said that backwards. I think they need to have a World Series that's not decided by the All-Star game. Have it decided like it used to be by the record. You know, whoever has the best record overall, that gets home field advantage. Don't, because the All-Star games are a joke down too, if you ask me. I mean, they're just, (laughs) so I mean, I think that they need to have the playoff system. I don't even know what the playoff system is like now. Is there like 17 wildcard teams now or what? Uh, Well, pre-COVID, it was, you had the, you had the four yeah. division winners. And then COVID came in. And then two wall cards from each team. Two wall cards from each uh, from that, That's league, how right? it was pre-COVID. I think they added an extra team thought, so. uh, with COVID. See, they're just they're making it too easy for everybody now. You could have like a subpar, like with the with one Washington football team. They went seven and nine and won the division. You know, so, I mean, they need to have some kind of system to where, I mean, that's just because the NFC East is so weak too. But, <laughs> so, no, I'm just saying, I mean, at least I can admit that, that the division is so weak right now, it's not even funny. But when you get, um, you know, all these teams that are going for into the playoffs, you're like, well, we can rest you guys a little bit. We know we got, we're, we're going to be sub 500. We're still going to make it to the playoffs. I don't think anybody that's sub 500 should get into the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, that's, it's just whether they're a wild card or a wild, wild card or whatever they're doing now. So, I mean, it, I think it's just, they should go back maybe to try a season of, you know, like a throwback season. You know, not like the 50s or 60s, but like late 80s, early 90s, you know, where you had the division winners, whether you had the four uh, four divisions in each league or whatever the case may be, had the two top teams and then write it out. You know, and just, you know, have the the four teams played out, no wild card, just four division winners, go against each other and then go to the World Series. Just have it and see what happens then. That might be one thing to bring everybody back. But I mean, and if they go back to that, then. They might have something. So. Oh, absolutely. And before I get, what do you think about celebrations in baseball? You know, baseball is a sport of tradition where, you know, you, you don't see a lot of emotion from, you know, batters especially. Yes. Not like uh, basketball or football where they have the, the showboating with a touchdown or, you know, a huge dunk and they flex. Yeah, exactly. You know, do you think something like that? I don't have a pro- – when somebody has – when somebody hits a home run and it's like a game winner, that's one thing. But if you hit a home run and you stare it down – as like a celebration or just showing somebody up, that's wrong. I think I think they should be not fine, but I think they should be disciplined somehow for that. And just because um, that's why pitchers get pissed off all the time. They get all these fights, which is fine. Baseball fights are cool. I mean, let's be realistic here. Those are some of the best fights ever. So the celebrations, as far as I know, because like I said, I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, but it's as long as you're not deliberately showing somebody up, I think the celebrations are fine. I'm with you. I mean, I have to respectfully disagree on the the celebration in a no like game winner scenario. Me personally, I don't mind it. I think it's 
I think it's entertaining. And I think that's the only way that, you know, baseball's going to become popular. 2019, Tim Anderson hit a rocket right center. No one on early innings. He bat flipped it, you know, watched it and got, you know, they nailed him the, the next inning when he came up. But he didn't charge them out. He just walked. He walked to, you know, first base. Okay. And I think something like that, I think, would be okay. I mean, I get it's probably disrespectful to the pitcher. But, I mean, baseball pitchers are the biggest crybabies in any sport, in my opinion. I mean, if you – it just is. They complain about everything if they don't get their calls or even, like – There's – well, I mean, there's – but you're going to – I mean, like, maybe baseball is – they do have the worst. But um, a lot of times it's their catchers talking umpires that are defending them. You know what I mean? So they're just, uh, the catchers will defend their pitchers up and down until the end of time because they're working together as a team. You know, it's just those two with that mindset together. And But flipping the bat, I mean, that's if you flip it a certain way, I guess that's okay. But, you know, don't sit there and toss it like halfway into the stand. Oh, he tossed it to the dugout. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> it, 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 was it was awesome. awesome. Well, one other thing, though, is, you know, with pitchers just being, you know, very sensitive, you look at the situation that happened last year with Fernando Tatis. I don't know if you heard about this. Bases are loaded. It's the sixth or seventh. He's up to bat. Three, three, one is the count. And he swings and he takes it yard. Grand slam. And I guess there's an unwritten rule where if it's that situation, you're not supposed to swing. You're supposed to just stand there. It's an unwritten rule. And at the end of the game, he had to go on, and he apologized for hitting a grand slam in that situation. Can you imagine having to apologize for doing your job, playing baseball, giving one hundred percent, and apologizing? Okay, so, so first of all, that's not, he shouldn't have to apologize for anything because it was a, you said it was a three zero count, right? Three one was the count, I believe. Bases loaded. Three one, three one. Okay. So at first, I thought you said three zero because three zero, you know, he's either gonna one one of two things, in my opinion. He's either going to walk him intentionally and get it over with, or he's going to get load the bases if there was two bit on base or something. But um, or he's going to throw one right down the middle. So you got a 50 50 shot here of either getting on the base or swinging at you know, swinging for the fences, whether you hit it or not. That's you know that that pitch is coming. So you don't have to steal pitches or steal signs to know that. If you don't know that, you don't need to be the game. So, um, no, I would apologize for crap. I mean, that's that's just the game, you know, you you know that. You have that pitch coming. He can't. He obviously couldn't give. He's obviously afraid to pitch to you, so he decided to give it a shot, and he was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think mean, it was just stupid. I mean, it's things like that that it I was, think I just are impacting the game in the wrong way. I mean, he's one of the best rookies to come up. Oh, yeah. I mean, his dad, Fernando Tatis, he was the only player to hit yeah. back-to-back grand slams in the same inning. I mean, <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, and just apologize for that. I mean, it just it, it, it's just atrocious. Yeah, they, I mean, I think they need to just do something to where they're not – everything is so – I don't know if the culture, cancel culture or whatever is having any effect on sports or anything like that. I know it has to do with a lot of other things, man, and that's one thing that we can talk about next time. But, you know, if, if that's if that's what they're worried about, then, I mean, you know, they're afraid – everybody's afraid to say what they think now. Everybody's afraid to do what they've always done their entire life because there's these idiots out there who say, oh, well, that's not right. You can't do that. That's just wrong. You know what's, No, it's not. It's my God-given right to say what I want, what I want, as long as I'm not breaking any laws, as long as I'm not physically hurting anybody. Get out of my face. You know, when you hit a home run and they do the whole, they, hit, they finally hit the plate and they jump up and down, that's one thing. You know, that's, I mean, they're not showing anybody up there. They've been doing that for years. So, but don't, the celebrations, I think, are Javi Baez. He's, he's one, he's not, I mean, he is a showboat. 
but he's also a, a bad you know what. So, I mean, Hobby's I think the best short shortstop in the game, regardless, or second baseman in the game. He's just a flat out all star stud. So I mean, he's and he can back it up. You know, the behind the flip, you know, and under the legs and all this and that. And so, but I think that I hundred percent agree. That, that's what I think. <laughs> I absolutely 100% agree. So, I mean, that, that, might, that might have something to do with it, you know, if they're afraid that they're going to get fined or shut down or suspend a team because they just they swung the bat wrong or, you know, two different races went against each other or something in a fight. Oh, well, that guy came against him because of his race. Whatever, man. It's just – it's getting to a point to where I've turned into not like a – I guess you could call me a conservative Republican. So, I mean, that's – so, I mean, I've got a lot of different views on things and – and he's like, well, you got to be careful what you say. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Everyone's so sensitive these days, and I think you're right. I think it they is are, trickle, trickling into are. sports. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, so that might be one of the reasons why it's on a decline because, you know, what I think once people start going back to what they were doing and not being afraid and saying, hey, you know what? If you're going to stop me, try and stop me. We're going to play the game the way we know how to play the game. Let these pitchers go. You know, I think that's one of the other things, too, is letting these pitchers go. They, people pay good money to go see these people play. You know, they don't go see them, uh, watch them in batting practice. They want them on the field for a certain amount of time that they pay that money for. And it's not cheap, man. You know, I mean, that, that might be the other thing when they do a throwback season, if they even listen to this podcast. But so um, just, you know, have discounts. Do something to where you're going to start bringing more people in. Then slowly, you know go back to what you were doing. You know I mean? I'm not saying fake people out and say, okay, well, you can come in and buy one, get one free. No, that's not what I'm saying. Just get the fans back in there to enjoy a game of baseball. You know, I mean, I, I remember when we went to a Firebirds game when we were in high school, someone, uh, the old Phoenix Firebirds, I don't know if you're old enough to remember them, but um, they, um, a guy hit a foul ball, you know, they were the minor league team for, I don't know if the, Diamond, the Diamondbacks weren't there yet either. So I, I don't know who they're the, they were the minor league team for, but um, they, uh, and it landed on the dugout, you know, and it was like right there next to the stands. It was just a small little baseball field where they were playing. And a guy climbed up on the dugout, got it. And one of the security guys goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. I had to, I got to, I got to take that from you. I mean, this dude got booed out of the freaking stadium, man. It was crazy. I mean, this was back in the day when they were doing that, you know, a minor league game, you know, I mean, so, I mean, things like that, don't do that. I mean, that guy just, <laughs> Wanted a baseball, you know, you don't know if he was going to take it home to his kid, you know, or something like that and say, hey, look what dad got at the game. Or his kid might have been there and say, here, this is yours, buddy. But some jack wagon had to come over and take it from him, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, baseball, I mean, they say it's all about the kids. And I think, you know, a lot of, you know, the fan interaction is now limited, not only due to COVID, but, you know, talking pre-COVID with the Nets. The Nets getting extended all the way down to the foul line. You know, yeah. you go to a game back in the day, you would see fans line up along, you know, the left field, right field line. Players would come over, take pictures, sign autographs. You know, yeah. now, I mean, I, I haven't seen them. Reach the, reach. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, they were just reaching. I'm sorry, go ahead. But... No, I was just saying, I mean, you just don't have that, that interaction. Players have to throw the ball over the net or they may try to lift yeah. the net. Um, I mean, you're just limiting the fan experience, which, I mean, I think the nets are a good thing. Just, I mean, especially what happened with uh, – I think it was the cops those acts, where it hit that little girl yeah, in Houston. That, um, that was that was brutal. That was that was absolutely brutal. Yeah, I mean, just when the players are not the same they were, you know, even 10 years ago. I mean, these players are jacked, and they're hitting that ball 100, 110 off the bat. You know, that, that could kill somebody. 
that little girl's really lucky. I mean, they said she's going to have permanent brain damage. And a lot of people oh, yeah. oppose the net. I mean, I'm all for baseball. I love it to death. But I, I think the net, the nets were absolutely necessary. Yeah, I mean, you got to you still have some sort of safety involved. I mean, because, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's it's horrible that something like that to where it made it to where they feel like that now. But I mean, that's. But you know, and now I'm, I'm pretty sure that they have like a warning sign at the front of the entrance or something like that. You know, enter at your own or something like that. So. And that's what that's probably what they'll do. You know what I'm saying? And that's ridiculous. And I think that's more toward younger audiences. You go to a it baseball is, yeah. game, they're on their phones. They're, you know, tweeting, taking pictures. They're not watching the game. They're not paying attention. And you know, those things can happen. I'm not saying it happened to that little girl, but I mean, you see it all the time at, you know, especially baseball fans are, they're not paying attention. No, they're not. I mean, that's, and so what would you think about them making a rule about no electronics during the game? Except <laughs> like, you have to say, I mean, I know that's impossible to do, but I'm saying like, you know, having like a, a suggestion, you know, saying like, you know, please be aware that balls fly anywhere at any point in time, you know, during the middle of the innings or something like that, you know, during the between innings, you know, maybe go ahead and go on your social media thing or whatever, but I know it'll never happen. But I mean, once I said that, I figured it was a stupid idea. So sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I mean, I think, I think it would be hard to enforce. I think the Nets will leave oh, yeah. a lot of the, the concerns, but I mean, you know, I, the ball can still go over the net. You still have fans oh, yeah. out in the bleachers, left field, center, right field. You know, home run can still hit somebody if you're not paying attention. But, I mean, exactly. I guess it comes down to that individual's risk. I mean, if you're not paying attention in a stadium where balls can, you know, can and will fly out of the ballpark, I mean, you need to be on your toes. Exactly. And MLB should not be at fault if you get hurt. That's another thing. No, not, not at all. I mean, that's. I mean, you go in there. I mean, you're literally going in there – at your own risk. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to have to have to post it on there, but you know, I mean, if they have one inside, it's just like having a wet floor sign up. You know, I mean, you, you see it, you know, the floor is wet. If you fall, you, you should have walked around. You know Absolutely. Effect, so. Absolutely. I mean, the same could be anything like for a hockey game. You know, those hockey pucks go flying a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I think that's a whole other story to cover, to be honest. Exactly. I mean, I mean, to think back, I don't know how many years ago, but, the players wouldn't even wear helmets. I mean, oh, imagine yeah. that happening today. A player takes it off the head. I mean, that that that'll kill somebody. Oh, big time! I mean, that, I mean, that'll literally it'll drop them right there. They'll be done. So, These athletes—they're just so jacked. They focus their entire lives on it, and you know, they don't hit the ball the same. They don't throw the same. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, you cut out there for a second, but um, that's okay. So. Well, my nephew, I think I'm going to go have some dinner. And then, um, so um, if you guys out there are listening to the podcast, if you have not been on here before, give me a holler. Look me up on all about the podcast on Facebook. If it's up and running, I heard it was like worldwide. Was it worldwide that it was down or something? Like it that? was down for me. I couldn't log in and resend it. It was trending on Twitter. Um, and then, thankfully, you know, I checked it you know, right before uh, I got your message and it, it seemed to be working. Huh, cool. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's another thing I want to talk about is that uh, one of these days is um, how people would react when it, because it's going to happen again. You know, if it's, if it's doing it now, it's going to happen again. So something's going on with like somebody's trying to get into it or hack it or something like that. And they, they succeeded for a little bit. So, um, you know, these younger kids in today's world, they won't know what to do. You know, they literally will not know what to do without their, or their tablet or the iPad or anything like that. I had a question for a, I was asking Jenny, I said, you know what? 
I think they should have a class in school to, about how to learn revamps. You know, I mean, I, I guarantee it. None of the kids in high school don't would know how to read a road map. You know, without without Google Maps or something like that. They're like, well, what's this? They probably won't even know how to fold it. Oh, absolutely. Younger kids. I mean, it's, myself included. I mean, you're so dependent on your phone just because I think of the convenience factor, and you have it's, endless I mean, I, information. I can't have one for an emergency reason, you know, or something like that. But I guarantee you, these kids cannot go one week without it. it, it they probably wouldn't make it a day. That'd be a challenge. So, <laughs> I will, right? We used to for church. We would, it was called a a fast. You know, we would go without it. Like we're fasting food, we wouldn't eat. We mm-hmm. wouldn't go on social media for like. We would go as long as we could, like three or four days. Jenny went a whole week without going on social media. So I think I made it like a day and a half. <laughs> so, but anyway, man, um, you guys out there, look us up on All About the Podcast. If you're not a member, let me know. I'll send you an invite. Um, hit the like and subscribe button or if there is one on here. So we will see you guys later. Garrett, I love you, man. Take care of your family. And tell everybody I said hi, all right? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, later.